Welcome to the Pilot Boys Podcast, where you'll get the real on all things sports, music, and pop culture. And here are your hosts, Vishwant and Partha. Welcome back to the Pilot Boys Podcast, episode 152. We have kind of rebranded and renamed our deep dive segment into the red eye segment to kind of align it more with our our branding as pilot boys. I like it much better than the deep dive. Um, we like to take off, not ju- jump downwards. So uh, I think uh, I think it's an appropriate name change. Um, what do you think, Partha? Yeah, I think it's solid. I mean, the sentiment here for those of you listening is that. This is the conversation you would have if you're on a red-eye flight sitting next to a friend of yours. It's late at night, kind of that reflective vibe. It's quiet. Everyone's asleep. What's on your mind? Like That's that's the purpose of this segment is just to say those thoughts, to speak those thoughts that will, will really only appear during those windows in life. Yeah. So, you know, let's well, start. Well, yeah, let's get this thing yeah, kicked let's, off. Let's, let's get into it. Our, our first conversation is going to be something we talk about often um and i think it's a, it's a process everybody has to go through which is you know when you want to do something just do it you know versus um you know and taking that leap of faith and belief and that you what you've decided to do or what your ambition is is valid and therefore uh, the first step usually is the last step for most people the most important step is to take the leap for most people the leap is the last step and that's like one of the bigger larger challenges i see specifically as people get past this phase of you know, going to college, you know, everything kind of being set out for yourself and boom, you you know, you come out of college or you come out, whenever it is you leave school, some people leave after high school and they decide to do that thing that it is that they want to do. Um, realizing um, the challenges that come with that usually happens at that time period, right, where they finally start asking themselves the questions of all this stuff that I've been doing for the last 20 or so years, Um what am I going to do with it? You know what I mean? Or what? what is it that I'm going to do to make an impact on the world? Um, and I think it's very valuable in the times that we live in for you to ask that question because it's less and less likely that somebody else in this world is going to answer that question for you. It's not going to be a, a an era moving forward where you can just graduate college with, with a degree and, well, you know, engineering or a degree in business and just go and get a regular job. You have to actually be more thoughtful um, in the process of how you're going to use whatever skill set you develop uh, to move forward in life. And, and honestly, most of that success is going to be driven by you determining what it is that you want to do to impact the world um, versus just joining somebody else's movement of what they're trying to do to impact the world. Yeah, I think that that's really well said. I the thing that, you know, really stands out to me about what what you just said be is this idea that uh in the future you won't have decisions made for you. And I think that's like a shift that all of our society is undergoing right now because what's happened is that there's this traditional path that everybody was sold on that everyone's kind of grown up and realized it wasn't what it was supposed to be. It wasn't what it was all, you know, hyped up to be. And so 
to really survive and thrive in this era, in this world, it requires a certain level of self-reliance. And like, you really have to curate that internally. And part of that is you have to make decisions that you have no idea how they're going to pan out. And so leaps of faith to me are like kind of in two ways. One is like, it's understanding that the overall risk, like your worst case scenario in any situation is you end up broke. Right. If your mental health is good, if your physical health is good, if your family and friends around you are good and you're doing the things that are required to be a happy, healthy human, then your worst case scenario is only a material scenario. And the reality is that those scenarios are not scary. Being broke, not scary. Being in debt, not scary. You know, uh, failing at your job, not scary. Losing your job, not scary. These are all things that happen to everybody and every single person will experience these things in their lives. And so for me, I think the leap of faith is really, it's like a deprogramming of fears. It's like just the acknowledgement that the worst thing that could happen to you is not that bad. Yeah. And and the the practical, like logical side of this is the only way to get an outcome is by doing the action, right? Is by taking that leap. If you never take the attempt, you can never know whether or not you're going to succeed or fail. Like the other option really is just complacency, right? And complacency is dangerous because if you never learn to fail, or succeed. I mean, pretty much any successful person, you see these videos on Instagram, they will tell you about the number of times that they failed. Um, and the failure is what you learn through. You don't learn by just saying, hey, I might want to do this thing, but I'm going to sit here and I'm going to analyze you know, my entire life to make sure I set myself up to be able to do that thing versus just doing that thing and figuring out through the process of whether or not that thing is meant to for you or not. I mean, literally the other option is the option that I think most people live in and are trained to do, which is always analyze the risk of a decision, you know, and that's what lawyers are for. That's what people who accountants are for people whose position in life is to evaluate risk for their clients. Um, It is not what is meant for an individual who is trying to live a fulfilling life in this world. Um, that's not for them, you know, and that's just something that I honestly feel. I feel like most of the people who are unhappy with their lives, it's because they, they live with the fear of what their lives could be. And as a result of that, they constantly tell, and a lot of these people have a lot of great ideas and ambition and would be successful if they took that leap, but that programming in their head of fear of I'm, what you just said, I'm going to lose my paycheck or some other material security blanket that they've created for themselves or life has created for themselves. Oh, I have all this student loan debt. I can't possibly do this. Oh, I have two kids. I can't do this. Oh, I'm married. And we just, we have to pay for a wedding. All of these things that you, you have to realize society puts in as a hurdle to keep people from unlocking their potential and and not saying all of those things aren't valuable and other from a personal standpoint or other standpoint. But if the truth is, I think most people are unhappy because they've never fully pursued their self-interest and they've allowed life to kind of dictate who and what they're supposed to be more so than they would like to admit to themselves. Yeah. That's so spot on. I mean, there's so many, like, I think the thing that like, probably gets under my skin is when people 
have fear that's related to money. And I think the reason it gets under my skin is because I, I grew up with a ton of fear around money. And it was from the institutionalization of thought that we grow up in in this country, in this world, really. And I got to this point where I was just like, I, it doesn't really matter how much money I make. It doesn't matter how much money I have because I'm noticing that everything I need finds me, whether I paid for it or someone else yeah. paid for it. You know what I'm saying? All the experiences I dreamt of have found me, whether it's me paying for it or someone else paying for it. And when you start to see that, like, it's really the thoughts and the intentions that you have that drive your quality of life and like your experiences. And it's not like the money because the money is the means to execute something. But like, it doesn't matter if if you want to go to Paris, it doesn't matter which airline you took. You know what I'm saying? Like, you still got to Paris. It doesn't matter if you took a boat, you still got to Paris. And it's like, we live in this society where people have no trust in each other and no trust in, you know, the universe. And because they don't have that trust, they have fear when it comes to taking what is considered a leap of faith. But the reality is that leaps of faith are not leaps. They're just standard steps forward. But in the contextualization, the direction our minds are being driven in society, we are operating in, in uh, like perpendicular to how the world actually operates. So we look at things like wealth. We look at things like social status. We look at measurables and we think that life and quality of life is actually measurable, which is it is not. It is an, an infinite thing that you're tapped into. And I think that there's just like a huge flaw in thinking. Like I get calls from people who are grown ass adults stressed about their money, you know, pressing me essentially. And it's just like, look, like, I'm not I'm not here to be your parent. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here to be your mom or dad when it comes to you being stressed financially and you being stressed financially to me is kind of weak because it just shows me how weak your mindset is and how much slave to the system you are. And that's like I think what bugs me about this whole like the whole categorization of like money is like something people are pursuing it's like it's like if i got up one day and i decided like i'm going to collect as many fence posts as i can from now to the rest of my life and that way i'm going to have the biggest fence around my property and no one's going to get in okay what the fuck purpose did that serve you know what i mean like the entire thing the entire illusion is people doing stupid shit for no reason to get an item it's like an item like a like in pokemon like in a video game sure you have a thousand pokeballs you have a thousand pokemon no because you never went and fucking threw the pokeballs at the pokemon you just hoarded them you know what i'm saying yeah it's like it's so backward to me yeah and what what institutionalization does to people is this is the primary thought process when you're thinking about doing something is to first calculate all the things that could go wrong it's rarely rarely that anybody starts their analysis with what will the outcomes be if everything goes right that's not how we're we're trained to think we're always trained to think about what can go wrong and that's the basis of the scientific method but most of us are not scientists um and therefore life does not operate the same way um but even in the scientific method again action is the only way to determine whether an outcome, you know, you start with a hypothesis, you know, you do a series of tests to turn the hypothesis into a theory. Then once it becomes a theory, then it can be more measurable or, or accepted more so as at least one school of thought around something. But even in that, it's like, you know, you, you 
literally you're not supposed to input all the things that could go wrong. You do the test and let the outcomes determine what you analyze, right? That's, that's, that's the reality of how we should operate. Um, but that's not how it's interpreted. It's interpreted as you come up with a hypothesis, you think through all of the things that could go wrong, you talk yourself out of doing it. By the time you even test your hypothesis <laughs> or thought, you're, you know, you're at a point where you're feeling like it's too late. Oh, I'm too old. Oh, um, you know, it's the technology has passed me by. It's like, if it's a good idea, it's a good idea. And you start thinking through things like that. You're going to talk yourself out of every scenario. Literally, if you do not act quickly between the, the time that you think of something or an idea, and the action, the more time that there is between those two things, I would, you know, I would say that the likelihood of success goes down significantly. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you completely. Yeah, I mean, there's this thing, you know, that train of thought, which is like the social hierarchy you mentioned at the top of this episode is I feel like people more, it's more important for people to feel like they're in a better position than other people than it is to actually determine what that position is to them. You know what I mean? It's like, it's measured out. And exactly what you said, it's financially based. You know, there's this constant insecurity around this. And then also, you know, there's the, the flip side of it, which is, you know, the, the psychological brainwashing that wants to, to divide people in a way that makes them feel that, hey, at least I'm better than somebody else. I'm better. You know, that whole unemployment thing with white people and minorities comes to the point that society wants to make these people feel like their position is, is much better than the minorities. And the reality is when, you, you know, their situation is probably much more similar uh, to that minority than it is to the people who are who are feeding that message in a loop to them over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. and most of these types of opinions that are taken come from what we talked about at the top of the show, is it's like you're being told, you, how much experience have you had interacting with people in whatever group that you're putting down or that you're constantly chastising to make yourself feel better? Like most people have not actually walked in those people's shoes. And that's what comes comes back to why you have to take the leap. You have to have the perspective to be able to, you can take an opinion without perspective, but it's not a useful opinion. You know what I mean? If you're trying to to build useful opinions, you go and you experience life through someone else's shoes or you learn from them. I feel like too many people make these these like blanket statements about groups of people or individuals um, without taking the time to understand that perspective. And that goes back to experience actually being the best teacher and not that fear that you have of 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 learning is as a result of you potentially feeling less than you feel. And once you eliminate that and look at the world as an equal, equal playing field, then you, you realize how silly some of these like blanket generalizations, prejudices are because there's no, you know, one size fits all for, for, for anybody. Yep. Ask the questions, find the answers and, you know, you won't like some of the answers, you know, that you find, but that's all part of the experience as well as understanding that just because you take the leap doesn't guarantee that 
you're going to find what you're looking for. But if you keep taking the leaps, eventually what it is that's for you will find you. Stay moving. Pilot Boys out. Pilot Boys, we get on up. We don't fly, boys, we get up. So cool, I'm 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 so cool,